studio with Kate Wheeler and you are listening to what she said on 105.9 The Region. Today's show is brought to you by Meridian Credit Union, expecting more for your money. That's Wealth Esteem. And we hope you're having a great weekend. And we have a guest in studio already, Kate. I know. Our lifestyle expert, Lena Almeida. Now, you've popped in to tell us, uh, Lena, about a charity event for women with cancer. Yes, Look Good, Feel Better. We've heard of Look Good, Feel Mm -hmm. Better, of course. They're a charitable organization, and they're focused on the care of psychosocial needs of patients who have a cancer diagnosis or are undergoing treatment. And perhaps one of the most challenging things about a cancer diagnosis is not the disease itself, but the loss of identity that sometimes comes with it. So Look Good, Feel Better offers beauty workshops that gives Canadian women the tools and techniques to feel beautiful and vital. And this year, particularly, they have charity events happening at Hudson Space stores across Canada. And that is happening April 12th to May 4th. And what you can do, two things. Number one is head to your local store, your local HBC, and buy a $10 ticket. And $5 is going to go to look good, feel better. And with that $10 ticket, you get a one-on-one with an HBC beauty pro. So a mini makeup or beauty consultation. And then when you have that consultation, you'll also get a $10 coupon for any cosmetic or fragrance purchase over $75. The second thing you could do is while you're in store, you can pick up a spring charity bag and that's just $20. They are super cute this year. They're in gray and an off-white. And it's $20 with any fragrance or cosmetic purchase and $8 from each tote will be donated to look good, feel better. Okay, that's that, that yeah, that's also that goes that goes up until May fourth. But I was just thinking because you're going to be back with us a little later on in the show to tell us about a one-stop shop to find exceptional gifts for dear mom with Mother's Day coming up. So this you could actually two for ma- one. Yeah, maybe pick <laughs> up a nice little uh, yeah. nice little bag. We little know gift. that there's a Hudson's Bay company at Scarborough Town Center, so it works out well. <laughs> very, very well. <laughs> it works out well. Okay, uh, we can't wait. We'll talk to you in a little bit. So who else is on our show, Christine? Well, we have uh, personal finance expert Melissa Long, who's here to help answer the age-old question, can money really buy happiness? We won't tell you the answer just yet, but Melissa has a new book out called Happy Go Money, all about the connection between happiness and money. And that's what she's going to talk to us about today. Okay. Um, Now, at some point in our lives, there's a high likelihood each of us will provide care to someone we know. Now, family members are typically the first to step up to provide and manage this care. Corporate executive turned care Giver, Sonia K. Singh, is going to be here to tell us about her book. It's called Lightning Strikes Twice, and it's chronicling her journey from the corporate to the caregiver world. And so it's a very interesting read. Travel expert Candace Sampson will be here to talk luxury travel. And of course, mm-hmm. that is almost synonymous with sandals. And she's talking about sandals in Montego Bay and how they have always been ahead of the game, and they're still there 38 years later. Now, film critic Anne Brody is going to be here to tell us what to watch and what not to watch this weekend. She's brought an interview with Victoria Alonso. Now, Alonso has produced every single Marvel film, and Avengers Endgame is out this weekend. Lena, 
Avengers is three hours and one minute long. Well worth it. Every minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a bit of a nerd. I'm a bit of a Marvel nerd. <laughs> okay. Well, stay tuned and don't forget to follow us on social media at What She Said Talk and visit our website at whatshesaidtalk.com where you can watch videos, read blogs, and download our Apple podcast. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. We all want to be happy. And money can play an important role in helping us get more joy out of life. Joining us now is money expert Melissa Leong, who has written a new book called Happy Go Money. And she's here to tell us how to get happier and wealthier in 2019. Well, I mean, people say money can't buy happiness, but I think to a large extent it can. I think money that can buy happiness, it has a limit and it also depends on what you spend on and how you manage it. Fair enough. And I, we, we discussed the limit. So I was saying, for example, somebody who might be f- have, have worries about financial security, to have enough money not to lie in bed and think, what's going to happen to me? Let, you know, whatever. But I mean, I think, you know, the difference between 10 million and a billion. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of, of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. But is that going to be the difference in happiness? Like, I guess right. it could be if you're a philanthropist and that's where you get your joy. Right. Actually, most of us get our joy from giving to other people, according to, to science. Okay, but let's let's bring the numbers down a little. Let's cut okay. some of the zeros out. Okay. So according to research, there was a study in, uh, out of Purdue University last year that said that the magic number for life satisfaction was $95,000 pre-tax per single family household. And so once you made that amount, you were peak satisfied with your life. Is this a salary or a one-time? This is your salary. Okay. If you made between dollars and $75,000 a year, you were day-to-day pretty happy. Mm-hmm. This is according to, I mean, large averages. Anything above that amount actually was associated with a decrease in happiness. Really? Which is super interesting. Yeah. Right? So that's when we start talking about, okay, once your basic needs are met, you've got shelter, you have food, you're not worried about, you know, the the collections agencies calling every five minutes, then once you get over the threshold, you start focusing on other things that maybe are not as fulfilling. So then if money doesn't equal happiness beyond a certain point, why do many of us take pleasure from <laughs> buying stuff? Because we've all heard about the, you know, shopping trips. Let's go, you know, Absolutely. shopping therapy, retail therapy. Yes. Oh, I have something to talk. Well, I have something to say about retail therapy. But you do, scientifically speaking, get a burst of dopamine in your brain when you buy something new, right? You get that new pair of shoes mm-hmm. or you get something and it's exciting. And it actually uh, activates a part in your brain that is associated with rewards and sex and all sorts of lovely, wonderful things. <laughs> but those chemicals dissipate. 
Okay. And then what's left is the the need, the chase to to have that feeling again. And as human beings, we get used to what we have. Things that are new become the new normal, and then you need more. And so one of the questions that I ask in my book, as well as just when I'm, I'm doing keynotes or, or when I'm on TV talking, is think of the last three unplanned purchases that you made. How did you feel when you were about to buy them? What was the what were the emotions that precip- precipitated that purchase? And then how did you feel afterwards? Because often people buy for therapy, for retail therapy. You're buying to alleviate pain and stress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, I had a hard day at work. I just deserve this dinner because I don't want to cook. You are buying because you are keeping up with appearances, keeping up with the Joneses because human beings, we compare to each other. Uh, or sometimes you buy because you feel a sense of, inadequacy you think this is what's gonna i need i need the perfect business suit to look great in the, at this job interview right you're right you're trying to buy so you feel a certain way yeah or buying household things because inside your life is chaotic and you don't feel good but at least if you're looking at something beautiful and tidy or whatever a beautiful yes. vase or a beautiful sure. something it makes you feel like okay it means something to you you've ascribed meaning to it but really Maybe. It's another thing to dust in a month. So then, I mean, you've done the research. So in terms of spending, what kind of things will make us happiest? This is according to research, according to science. There are a couple things that I, I would suggest that people spend their money on. I mean, we all have a limited amount of resources. We work hard for our money. Allocate some of those resources to experiences. They give you a greater bang for your buck. You enjoy them with people versus material goods mm-hmm. that are enjoyed alone. Mm-hmm. You also will have memories. goodwill and memories. That will last longer than, say, a pair of shoes that you wear out in two seasons, right? The second thing is time savers. According to research, people who value time over money, they are happier people. You can actually make yourself happier by valuing time. So you think, yes, I'm going to take this job because it pays more, but it comes with an hour long commute each way. So take that into account when you are, you know, driving around looking to save well, a few cents on gas. that's when we to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that can bring you joy. That's an experience. But if you don't like, you know, the experience of mm-hmm. driving, then you definitely have to take that into account. And it's time away from your family. Relationships. Spend time on boosting your relationships, right? That is what leads to lasting more fulfilling happiness and right now what we're doing is we buy things on our credit card and then we pay for it later flip Mm -hmm. it so pay for something now or save for something now and enjoy it later because what we like is the anticipation we like how we feel before the trip not how we feel after the trip yeah that's funny because that's something I, i try to teach my daughters it's like you will get more enjoyment out of this if you work for it and you save for it than if i just turn around and give it to you it's the feeling of the, of the leading mm-hmm. up to it, right? I mean, there was a study that said... Anticipation. I mean, absolutely. that's what Christmas is all about for children. Yes. And now you're an adult. You can actually pay to recreate the feeling of Christmas coming. And what about giving to other people? Worldwide or, surveys, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, if you give to charity, if you give to other people, you will feel more satisfied with life and you feel wealthier. And so that is something to consciously put into your budgets. I think sometimes around Christmas we think, oh, uh, you know, it's the spirit of giving. I should give something. But say if you built it in throughout the year, um, that would also give you more more joy because you are you have planned, sh- you know, planned sharing. You're more empowered because you're choosing things that actually feed you. So what are your top two financial planning tips to create maximum happiness? Maximum happiness. Okay. Num- oh, can I do three? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, quickly, we'll take three. Quickly. <laughs> the first one is 
a little bit of planning. You do need some planning. I'm not going to use the B word because people get freaked out when I say the word budget. Okay. But I don't want you to budget every day of your life. That Unless that makes you happy. Some people just love spreadsheets and budgets. I'm not yeah, one no, of those either. people. No. But if you do a little bit of planning, look back at how, you know, what have mm-hmm. you been spending over the last three months? Allocate money to your fixed expenses, your bills. Allocate money to future happiness, your savings. And then siphon off an amount that you're comfortable with every two weeks, every month into a separate account associated with a debit card. So you've done the planning. So now you can spend guilt-free. You can spend and be happy with what you spend versus all this. Oh, should I buy this? Should I not? If there's money in my spending account, I'll take you to lunch, ladies. Let's go. Right. So there's that part. The second part is uh, I went on this journey to write this book because my husband became ill in 2014. And it taught me that you can be happy, but there's life and it comes around and you need to bulletproof that happiness. So you have to protect it. This is where insurance comes in. We had disability insurance uh, for the time that he wasn't working. We had an emergency fund to pay for treatment. Uh, And these are the things that you, they're not fun to think about. Nobody likes to think about bad things happening, but you'll feel peace of mind to know Mm -hmm. that you've got some preparation in place, some money set aside for what ifs. And lastly, debt. Tackle your debt. There is no greater happiness killer than debt. Out of 56 of life's most stressful events, getting into debt beyond means of repayment ranks number five. So if you can tackle your debt, try to avoid in 2009 taking on more consumer debt. I promise you, you'll be happier. Yes, pay off your credit card the moment the bill <laughs> arrives. We've, we've heard that. So so tell us what people will learn and experience if they get a copy of Happy Go Money. So Happy Go Money is, I, I have heard, such lovely, lovely people have said, <laughs> that, it's, that it's, um, it's a conversation with your best friend. Okay. So it's me being frank and honest about my own experiences and my own mistakes and things that I've learned. I am a journalist by trade, and so it is full of... Uh, what I think is fascinating research that will back up why we do the things we do and what we could do differently to be most fulfilled. I just want people to be, yes, I want people to be happier, but I want people to reevaluate their relationship with money. I think we have a negative relationship with Mm. our money and we need to take a pause and talk about it a little bit and Mm -hmm. have you look at yourself and ask yourself questions. So every chapter ends with actionable tidbits that you can do right away, as well as discussion points that you can have with yourself and with your peers, your friends, because as women, especially, we need to talk more about money. Where do people get a copy? How do they get a copy? Anywhere that you can buy books. You've got chapters, you've got Amazon. It's uh, available at all booksellers in uh, North America and the UK. And and your family is growing. So you will be preparing in all yes. kinds of ways. I uh, I am about to give birth next month. So my book baby came first. <laughs> my real baby's coming now. Um, and so I am uh, I'm happy about the things that I'm anticipating. That's excellent. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. 
tell you about my friend Alfred. Alfred has truly revolutionized dry cleaning in the GTA. You see, we're all busy. Some may even say too busy. And Alfred's laundry list of services are here to help. They include wash and fold, dry cleaning, alterations, as well as shoe cleaning and repairs. Alfred takes care of it all. Simply drop your garments off with your concierge or at any Penguin pickup location in the GTA, and Alfred will take care of the rest. Learn more today at alfredservice.com or through the free Alfred Service app. Sign up today and get a first-time discount by entering the promo code WHATSHESAID. Looking for a better brunch? We found it for you at Draco Restaurant, inside the spectacular brand-new Toronto Marriott Markham on Enterprise Boulevard. All your delicious brunch favorites, plus signature cocktails, every Sunday from 10 till 2. Take our word for it. You'll love the space and you'll love the food. It's easy to reserve now on opentable.ca or call 905-489-1400. Elevate your brunch Sundays at Draco. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. At some point in our lives, there is a high likelihood that each of us will provide care to someone we know. Family members are typically the first to step up to provide and manage this care. Joining us now is corporate executive turned caregiver, Sonia K. Singh, who has written a book called Lightning Strikes Twice, mm-hmm. chronicling her journey. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We all have a journey. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, right, Kate? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Canada, there are more than 8 million caregivers and mm-hmm. 4 4.4 million in Ontario. Right. And they're part of the so-called sandwich generation mm-hmm. attempting to balance work, life, providing care for an ailing parent. Tell us why you left your corporate career, you know, sort of single-handedly to become a caregiver. Well, I think, you know, as much as we talk about these 8 million people across the country that are providing care, most of us are unprepared to take on this role, really don't have access to these resources and tools. And when something hits you this significant, this hard in your life, for me, it was two parents who fell ill at the same time, I really felt that there was no choice but to go home. Um, Both my sisters who lived in the same city as my parents were taking on the burden of appointments, running errands, prescriptions, making food, and really taking care of my mom and dad. And yet here I was living this robust social life and just calling in once in a while to get their feedback on how they were doing. It wasn't enough. I needed to go back home and be a full-time caregiver. Well, the book does provide some insight into the darkest moments a caregiver can experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some, you've had some. My mother is, yeah. is, is having a terrible time looking after her husband who mm-hmm. has dementia. So, and she, the doctors have told her she's more likely to die from sheer exhaustion than like, before he is. Right. And that's those are the statistics that are coming out now that the actual caregiver will become sick while they are providing mm-hmm. care to a loved one. And this is what happened to my mom. She was taking care of my dad, who was diagnosed with a rare form of Parkinson's, only affects 25,000 Americans. He's bedridden. And as she was taking care of him, a pot of lentils that she was making for lunch fell on her. Oh. She burned 44% <clears throat> of her body in third degree burns and nerve damage. And so 
you know, she was the caregiver. And so she got into a place where she wasn't taking care of herself. And I think that's what happened to me. I was unprepared. These really dark moments that you'll read in my book are places of anxiety, panicking, anger. I'm sad that this happened to my mom and dad and really not understanding it. Um, Do we ever understand it, though? You know, I think that there are phases of the journey as a caregiver. So for me in particular, I went through a phase of trying to figure out why their disease or illness couldn't be cured. And then in the middle of the journey, I was really focusing on taking care of them. And unfortunately, towards the end of the journey, as my mom passed away, I really was able to take a step back and understand what had happened. And maybe I don't fully understand why it's happened, but I do understand what happened. So how did it impact your 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 life, your, your relationships? You gave up a paycheck, mm-hmm. you gave up your social life, as right. you said. You know, I, I look back and at the time, I really didn't know what was going on. I was sort of spiraling out of control. I went from living in Toronto to moving back to my hometown in the room that I grew up in as a teenager. And I didn't have access to everything that I did before, which meant my friends, my support system, that paycheck, any money that I did have was now being spent secretly on trying to find a cure for my parents. I would buy supplements, I would hire coaches, I would get third and fourth opinions. So my cash flow was being depleted very quickly. Um, A lot of friends did not know what was happening because I thought that if I contained everything, then my parents, their sickness wouldn't spread. So you you sort of get into this weird mental state that you're going to fix them. So there's no point in telling your friends what's happening. And I won't be gone for that long is what I thought. Um, And I was in a relationship. And you know, that did not last very long because I couldn't be a girlfriend. I didn't know how to be a partner because I was too busy loving my mom and dad, not knowing how much time I had had with them or would have with them. I wanted to exhaust all that love for them. Did you ever feel or do you ever feel resentment? Oh, yes, I do. Because, you know, I didn't hesitate answering that question because I do. I'm, I'm, you know, my mom was 61 and she had an entire life ahead of her still. She'll, she will never get to see me get married or have a child. And I'm angry about that. And I still have not figured out why they both got sick at the same time. And I have a father who has a very progressive disease, which unfortunately he's not going to live long either. And that's orphaned me. That will orphan me. So what happens to me now? Um, and why, why did this happen? You know, I think that's my resentment. And I, I don't fully understand. I know that people age. I know that there are ailments and there's diseases. I don't understand why it happened at that point to them. Do you have you? You said you you took on this. I'm going to call it a burden. It may you may not view it as a burden at, mm-hmm. at the time, because your siblings did they have children and family members? Yes. So that's why you felt that it would impact you less than the others. Yes, and also because they had done a lot of the work before. I was traveling for work, and my middle sister had a baby that was a year old. You know, my little nephew and my youngest sister was engaged and I'm single, you know, I'm not married. So I think that there was just an assumption that it was easier for me to go home. But now that I look back, there was this weird pull that was really pushing me to head back to Guelph. And I think that maybe in some sort of weird way, I knew that I had a limited amount of time with my mom and with my dad. If you had sort of one takeaway 
mm-hmm. piece of advice to give people go- going into this? Mm-hmm. Or may- maybe just a, an attitude? You know, um, I think that's part of my book is to really have understanding as a caregiver, but also as someone who has a caregiver in their life, and you may not know how to speak to them about it. I think that there are moments that we're obviously going to be very dark as a caregiver, and the best thing that you can do is really talk it out with the people that are in your life so they understand what's going on. But someone who has a caregiver in their life, and uh, such as a friend, and they do not know how to approach that mm-hmm. subject. You know, I say show more than talk more. Um, We often are in this really busy society of just sending a text and saying, how are you doing or how is the loved one doing? Show up for coffee. You know, bring them lunch. Bring them that lasagna they haven't had time to cook. Um, Give them an hour to themselves because I literally had no self-care during this process. And I know speaking to other caregivers, it's very often that you feel a lot of guilt, even if you do take out time for yourself. Well, you've been up. I mean, she's been up all night and four o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. running over there. And, you know, it's really caregiving for two people. Yeah. And you don't you don't sleep. But now the interesting thing is my stepfather is now in a in a in a Lynn home in a care home mm-hmm. it hasn't lessened the burden on my mother cuz she still has to go down there and get his laundry every day right. and clean and visit him and make sure he's being looked after make sure he's being taken to activities make sure he isn't being overmedicated mm-hmm. i mean there's lots i thought it would be easier no. And you have to have that communication with the people that are taking care of him as well, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just him. It's the people that are taking care of him. And I often get asked why we didn't just hire somebody. You know, we, we, $600 a day? Exactly. But it's not even that. It's you still have to make, at the end of the day, the big decisions. And you exactly. have to monitor them. You're mm-hmm. not going to leave somebody with your parents mm-hmm. uh, that you've no. hired because they have no state. They have no skin in the game. And we did. And actually, you know, we did. And somebody stole my dad's wallet. You know, they took the money, all of his government cards out of his wallet. My dad fell almost four different times in the care of somebody that's supposed to be taking care of my dad. I watched somebody pull my dad up from his fall with the back of his pants. And that was just so disheartening for me to see that. And I thought, I'm the daughter. You know, all these years, my parents have provided us with everything we ever wanted. I can go back to work whenever I want. So... Who should read this book? A caregiver should read this book. I think anyone that's going through the journey of being a caregiver um, and also the friend of a caregiver, you know, a family member who may not know exactly how to be there for somebody Mm -hmm. um, will have a better understanding of what it's like to be there for someone. And how can people get the book? You can log on to um, sonyabooks.ca. You can also go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Chapters Indigo. Um, It's all online. Was it very cathartic? I it was and I'm having a hard time reading it now because it reminds me of some of those experiences that I had with my mom and dad which I'm very grateful for because there are memories that only I have right so I can I can envision the couch conversation we had together and my sisters didn't do that right well we are going to also put up links on our social media sites for you Sonia Casing thank you very much for joining us today thank you so much What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. 
Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Have you met my friend Alfred? He's revolutionized dry cleaning in the GTA. You know, we're all busy. Some may even say too busy. And Alfred's laundry list of services is here to help. Wash and fold, dry cleaning, alterations, as well as shoe cleaning and repairs. Alfred takes care of it all. Simply drop your items with your concierge or at any Penguin pickup location in the GTA, and Alfred will take care of the rest. Learn more at alfredservice.com or through the free Alfred Service app. Sign up today and get a first-time discount by entering the promo code what she said. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, the next time you're in a hotel room and reach for the hairdryer, you may want to say thank you to Sandals Montego Bay. <laughs> Candace Sampson is here now to share how this luxury-included resort changed the face of hospitality and how they're staying ahead of the game 38 years later. Welcome, Candace. Hi. It's good to be back here. I haven't seen you lately. I know. Yeah. It's forever. <laughs> Before I went and stayed at the Sandals in Montego Bay. Oh, well, listen, I have. I, it is no secret that I have a love affair with Jamaica. This was my mm-hmm. 13th trip to the island, uh, but I had never actually visited a Sandals. So it was a real treat to be invited down and get to experience uh, Sandals for the first time. And actually, this is the very first first sandals um, that was built. Yeah, I was I was a little confused because people kept on saying, well, which sandals in Montego Bay are you staying at? I right. said, there's more than one. <laughs> what have I done? Have well, I there's the, the right sandals place? Royal Caribbean right beside it. Yes. They now have those, you know, very famous heart-shaped over-the-water bungalows. Which we went and, and, and we went over there for dinner because if you stay at the yes, one sandals, you can right. go play and it, use all the, other, the amenities. Yeah. So we went and had a really nice uh, dinner at the Thai restaurant over right. there they ferry you over in that cute yep. little boat and went over and I we tried my daughters and I tried to you know walk along the bridge to go and check out the suites mm, but no no <laughs> security at the desk was like yeah no you can turn around and go back now I like, yeah Damn, I wanted to just have a peek <laughs> yeah no 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 no, no. It, cool. it is a lovely resort but the Montego Bay one started in 1981 and when Butch Stewart bought it bought it it was like this rundown dilapidated hotel mm-hmm. and the Jamaican tourism industry was sort of in a bit of a crisis at the time. So everybody thought he was completely nuts. It was at the end of a runway. The hotel was run down. Um, but he obviously a passion project for him. And so they started with a small group of employees and they've built it into this sort of iconic uh, recognizable name brand that we all know so well mm-hmm. now. And it was things like a hairdryer. Uh, a king size bed, a clock radio, making all of these things standard. A clock all of radio, the, right? You go back. <laughs> I forget. Like, that. doesn't that sound so trite now? Like, we have like you expect those things. I just want a USB port now. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it. So now, though, uh, at the newly the newly renovated uh, Montego Bay, there are. 
tubs, luxury tubs on every veranda overlooking yes, the ocean. Are. So, you know, in 20 years, you'll be giving a silent nod of gratitude to Butch Stewart for those tubs that you have on your verandas. It'll be standard mm-hmm. probably in all the rooms because everybody's just trying to keep up with sandals uh, as far as luxury included amenities when you go to a resort. Wait, my husband really went all out. We had the butler suite. Oh, so yeah. did you enjoy it? I did enjoy having the butler suite because what the best part about the butler was, well, not only that you have your own cell phone that connects to the yes. butlers because obviously you you have two butlers mm-hmm. to cover the course of your day but they would go down in the morning and set up an umbrella and reserve mm. the chairs and put a little cooler of all your favorite drinks there right and that to tell you everything was was laid out so you could just go down to the beach and hang out and and then they would come back and and you know, and if you couldn't be bothered to get off the chair and walk to the restaurant on the beach, you could order by yes. phone from your butler and they would bring it to you. Yes. So I felt it took a little while getting used to um, so, uh, being able to, like, say, like, do this for me, do this for me, or I need this, right. or I need this. But I could get used to it really well, quickly. <laughs> so, re- so re-entry is harsh after that kind yes, of service, Yes, it is very right? harsh. Uh, but for me, I felt... We had concierge service, which was just enough of a light touch for me. Right. Uh, I again, I think I would have probably been, like, I would have been trying to help the butler. No, 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 no. Let me clean Why that they, up. They offer, you, they you know, offer to unpack just... for you. It's like, no, I don't want anybody <laughs> to unpack for me. <laughs> but they are, you know, again, it's it, I, it's what you're comfortable with when mm-hmm. you book. Uh, but. Um, Everybody who stays in a butler suite or concierge service, you get the BMW service now from the Montego Bay Airport, Mm -hmm. uh, which is lovely. So you walk out of the airport and you're in a luxury uh, BMW all by yourself. You're not waiting for other people to get on the bus with you. And you're five minutes from from the airport, which is fantastic. You're in vacation mode immediately. Absolutely. So we were on the beach within just over an hour of arriving. And that's sort of unheard of, really, when you land in these places. Usually you have, you know, an hour or a 90-minute drive to your resort. But I mean, Tigo Bay, you're right there. Mm-hmm. And lots of things to do at, at the resort. At, plus, you can sh- go to the other places. Yeah, and the beach was beautiful uh, mm-hmm. in Montego Bay. Uh, also new, obviously, is um, the lobby there, which mm-hmm. used to be, and the rooms, you know, it's sort of given, been given this refresh. And uh, like I say in, in the blog, you know, Paradise doesn't really need a reno. It it's just needs a partner who will play to its best attributes. And that's what the new Sandals Montego Bay does. The, the new lobby is light and airy and bright. And as soon as you walk in, you can see the Caribbean Sea right there. So it's very welcoming. And the room's gone. Again, the dark mahogany is gone, and mm-hmm. they've changed it to a very contemporary design. Uh, we stayed in the Romeo and Juliet suite. Uh, like, you know, it, it spoils you forever for other rooms because it was absolutely magnificent. We had a tub on our veranda. Uh, we had a two-person tub in our room. We had a massive shower. You know, if the goal was to stay clean, they were really working on that. <laughs> it was really uh, just just a beautiful, beautiful resort. And dining. Oh, all the food was fantastic. Right. Plus, I love this. The house wine, because it's all inclusive, mm-hmm. right? The house wine is Robert Mondavi. Right. And the Jamaica Blue Mountain coffee, of course, mm-hmm. and Appleton rum. I was a very happy girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hard not to be. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, Butch's Steakhouse is there now, too, which is, did you get to try that? It was just open when we were no. there. I wasn't sure if it was open when you were it there. It wasn't open. And it so it is They were fantastic. just building it. It was sort of the Japanese-looking yeah, back, well, back soy. by the parrot. So there's soy restaurant right, right beside it, which is also new. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, fabulous sushi there. And then, obviously, Butch's Steakhouse, which is named after Butch Stewart. Um, and uh, amazing uh, 
steak and, and meals there. So that was oh, we'll really good. have to go good. back. Yes. Yeah. Well, you do. You know, and they have a great loyalty program, too, Sandals. We signed so, up. Did you? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I, I think we've actually, I think, because I had to put down somewhere for next year, but they said you can change it or delay yeah. it. So I picked St. Lucia because I've never been there. <gasps> oh, me either. Oh, well, come at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, just uh, marriage. You know, if anybody's looking to get remarried, Sandals is really the place to do that. Candace? <laughs> I am not the person <laughs> to do that, but I briefly toyed with it. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's not hard to get swept up in, in the romanticism of it all. It yeah. is beautiful. And, you know, with a three-day stay, it's included. So, right. you know, yeah. they do all the planning. Yeah, we saw some pretty weddings. And you're a honeymoon's... Included. So, yeah. you know, it's all sort of there and you leave the stress of wedding planning behind. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. where can people go to get more info? Well, so they can go to lifeinpleasantville.com and obviously you can go to sandals.com to find out more about uh, each of these resorts. But I would highly recommend checking out the new Montego Bay Resort. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, she What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Meridian's three-year Escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Fear of missing out? FOMO flies out the door when you listen to Lena. Who knew? I hope everyone will know by the end of this segment. Every time you come in, you have such great news to share with us. Oh, thank you. I love sharing great news. Yes, I want everyone to know about it because it is such a great cause. I almost had tears in my eyes. Yeah. It is phenomenal. OMG. OMG. <laughs> Join What She Said Weekends and find out what lifestyle blogger Lena Almeida is loving. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Mother's Day is around the corner, and joining us now is lifestyle expert Lena Almeida, who's here to tell you about a one-stop shop to find exceptional gifts for dear mom. Welcome, Lena. Well, it's great to be back. So I have to ask you, you're both moms. What yeah. was, can you think back to the best Mother's Day gift you ever received? It doesn't have to be specific, but just, you know, was it time? Was it time spent with your kids, time spent alone, a perfumes? It was the one that I still have. Okay. It was a handmade, like a little basket that they put stuff together. But I always used to say, how come every time you go to the bathroom, uh, you know, there's a knock on the door. It's like they oh, they would slide notes yeah. under the door. I'm like, I just want some peace. So they gave me a bath in peace basket. They made a little, uh, you know, door. It says, do not disturb. Mom's in mm-hmm. the bath. All this kind of stuff with and filled it with um, bath crystals and stuff. So that actually made it at school as part of a oh, as lovely. part of a project. I still have the actual thing that hangs over the door that says yeah. stay away is, is a foot. It's in the shape of a foot, like you're having a pedicure. So I still use that. Now I'm keeping my husband out. <laughs> not, not, not my kids. That was uh, that was the one I remembered first. What yeah. about you? Well, m- my children have always been extremely thoughtful. I think 
the one that comes to mind is the last one, which was a ticket to London oh. to see my great nieces who were like just born and not even a year old. So we're, we're all about family. So they oh, thought it would be good. Wonderful. They thought if they bought the ticket, they would make me go. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always find a reason that I'm too busy to do whatever. But so. as moms, we tend to do yes. that. We tend to put other yeah. people before us, which is why we have a day yeah. dedicated yeah. to us. And you know I'm always looking for the best gifting ideas yes, and, and what's, what's new and exciting. And, so and you usually find them. Thank you. I try my best. So this year, from May 6th to 12th, you can visit Scarborough Town Center for the Mother's Day Flower Market. It is located at Center Court, and it's I just already know it's going to be drop-dead beautiful. It is featuring Parisian-inspired floral um, florals, and it's actually going to be filled with hand-picked selections of fresh flowers ranging from peonies to garden roses. So just a beautiful floral wonderland, and it's right in center court. And, of course, they're going to have vendors. So whenever mm-hmm. Scarborough Town Center has a market, they always bring in some, some of their best vendors. I can tell you what some of the confirmed vendors are, and the first is Blossom Moments. Blossom Moments has just jaw-droppingly beautiful um, bouquets and flower arrangements. So if you prefer to go the traditional route and get your mom flowers for Mother's Day, Blossom Moments will be there. Me, I'm more of a chocolate. I was going to say, there's got to be <laughs> chocolate on Lena's list yeah. somewhere. <laughs> so Chocolata will be there, and they actually specialize in Brigadeiros. And In what? Brigadeiros. What's so a Brigadeiro? Brigadeiros is a Brazilian candy. Ah. In fact, my girlfriend who's Brazilian said if you're Brazilian and can't make a Brigadeiro, you are not Brazilian. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> okay. It's very, very um, in tune with the Brazilian culture. And basically, it's somewhere between a fudgy chocolate truffle and a Tootsie Roll. So they hand roll them, usually roll them in sprinkles, or it could be anything now from coconut to, you know, little chocolate sprinkles. But she should like a... not be allowed in here without <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, well, I know. We're going to no. have to go to the market together then from okay. May 6 to 12. All right. I'm giving everyone a sneak peek on what to expect okay. this year. And then they also have the Macaron Boutique, and I know that. Everyone loves macarons. I think it's just such a luxury, especially when gift giving, because we know the work that goes into making a beautiful macaron. It's just the care and attention. Mm-hmm. And they're just so beautiful to gift. So the Macaron Boutique will be there as well. And Lip Candy Lipstick. So Lip Candy Lipstick is actually handcrafted natural lipsticks that are made with ingredients you can actually pronounce. (laughs) And I did look them up on their website. And yes, I could pronounce (laughs) all of the natural ingredients. And there's something to be said, I think, for a vendor that sticks to what one item and just perfects it. So I'm really excited to see the... I can't actually. I've never even really thought about... What makes lipstick? Is it like one main ingredient in some color? We don't, you, we, we don't, we don't want to know. know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why you do want to look you, at the ingredients. Yeah, candy. Okay. This would exactly. be worth looking at. For this one you lipstick. will want to know. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And Scarborough Town Center also has a promo only available during the flower market this year. So again, that's from May 6th to 12th. And that is for every $200 Scarborough Town Center gift card that you purchase, you'll receive 5% back as a gift card to you. So treat mom, treat yourself. And I think that if we're talking about the gift card idea, 
and the flower market, why not combine the two? So purchase a gift card before Mother's Day, but then maybe take mom down on Mother's Day weekend and go with her when she spends it. I think half the fun of um, Mother's Day is sometimes moms want to be Surprise. have some me yeah. time, but then sometimes they really do want to spend it with mm-hmm. the, their reason for being. So take mom down to Scarborough Town Center and visit the flower market and maybe pick out some goodies with her. So Lena, is there anywhere anybody can go to check it check it out before they actually physically get there? Absolutely. So scarboroughtowncenter.com, mm-hmm. um, their website will be having updates right up until the flower market to let you know who the vendors are and what you can expect. So super exciting for Mother's Day. And I just, I've been to Scarborough Town Center markets in the past. The holiday market was beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's always an Instagram moment. Did you sit on the Iron Throne? I did. <laughs> I knew it. I knew. I knew it. <laughs> so yeah, they they're famous for their Instagram moments. You bet. So we we took in the Easter, um, the Iron Throne, and the holiday market was of course the swings. So I can't wait to see what they have for Mother's Day. And that's another reason to go down with mom and maybe get a mom daughter or mom son or mom family photo. So what did your what did we didn't ask you? What was your favorite gift from your boys? My favorite gift from my boys was a handmade card because my boys are they'll be 9 and 11. So they don't have purchasing power just yet. So everything is handmade. And my 9-year-old wrote on the card, you know, dear mommy, we love you. And he wrote he actually wrote you're doing your best. <laughs> <laughs> Positive reinforcement. There you go. You're doing your best. <laughs> Thank you, Lena. I heard that somewhere. Oh, my God. That is precious. Uh, all right. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> you bet. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian. Expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Let me tell you about my friend Alfred. Alfred has truly revolutionized dry cleaning in the GTA. You see, we're all busy. Some may even say too busy. And Alfred's laundry list of services are here to help. They include wash and fold, dry cleaning, alterations, as well as shoe cleaning and repairs. Alfred takes care of it all. Simply drop your garments off with your concierge or at any Penguin pickup location in the GTA, and Alfred will take care of the rest. Learn more today at alfredservice.com or through the free Alfred Service app. Sign up today and get a first-time discount by entering the promo code What She Said. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, joining us now for Saturday Night at the Movies is film critic Anne Brody. And there's just two films opening this weekend because Avengers Endgame is out and is expected to earn $1 billion in its opening weekend. What, nobody else wants to go up against that? Well, the theater owners don't want loser movies in there. Okay. And unfortunately, well, anyway, (laughs) later. 
this is such a good film. Over the years, over the past 12 years, mm-hmm. I've been um, hot on maybe three of them, but there have been so many uh, films in the Marvel Universe. This stunned me. It's like opera for the kids and for the grown-ups. It's so beautifully done and constructed. It brings in, I tried to count, something like 33 characters that we've known all these years. It knits them into this narrative so beautifully, so skillfully, and the the visuals are great and all of that, but it's the emotion that really got to to me and to everyone else in the theater. People were crying. But it's three hours long. (laughs) Oh, that minute makes all the difference. Oh, oh, I'm trying to think how many Twizzlers I'd have to go through for that, but still. And how many bathroom breaks. But you know what? I don't think I have ever heard you that... About a Marvel. That laudatory about any movie. It's just so good. It's just so good. And I was actually poking around some of the international reviews today, and the only uh, decrier of the films was a Toronto newspaper guy. Uh, And it was such a bitter review. And everyone else was giving it 100 (laughs) on Rotten Tomatoes. But, okay, so just very, very briefly, Thanos destroyed half the population. He killed half the superheroes last time. So they're all in mourning now. They're all struggling. They're changing. Thor, for instance, is now a drunk. And so it gives Chris uh, Hemsworth a bit of a chance to shade up his character. And uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in trouble. Everyone's in trouble psychologically. But then they get word that Thanos is coming back to finish the job. And so they galvanize themselves. They bring in characters from long ago and far away. I can't really tell you a lot. Sworn to secrecy. Mm. But let me just say that it is so worth three hours. It is a roller coaster ride of emotion. Does it fly by? It flies by. Okay. Isn't that incredible? That's good enough. Mm Mm-hmm. What about okay. the public? Well, Emilio Estevez, what wrote, directed, and stars in it. So yes. he does it all. Yeah, and it's a true story about uh, a polar vortex landing in, in reality, I believe it was Salt Lake City, um, but it's it's Cincinnati here. So during this cold snap, the homeless people are dying, so they all crowd into the libraries to take shelter, and uh, you know, election-minded politicians like Christian Slater and police negotiator Alec Baldwin are trying to force them to move to get back outside. And of course, librarians strike against the authorities. They want them to have a safe place to be, to survive. So it becomes a real standoff with uh, SWAT teams and police. Um, Yeah, it's a true story. Unfortunately, what sounds like an incredible experience, it's just such a dull, lifeless film. Hmm. And, you know, it's too bad because... It also doesn't make libraries look great when a film is that dull and it's set in and about libraries. I was and thinking that Doug Ford should go see it, given that he's cutting all the library budgets, but now maybe not. No, I think he should stay away. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, it's so timely, ironically. Isn't it funny how these mm-hmm. things turn up sometimes? Hmm. So, yeah. So, you know, it's sort of a middling film, but it it's, brings up a lot of ideas. What I'm really excited about this week, next Monday on PBS, is um, a live spring awakening. And they have cameras all over North America capturing images of of flowers being pollinated, of babies being born, of, of things coming out of the ground. Doesn't sound like much, but I did see their fall version last last fall. fall. <laughs> <laughs> last, uh, <laughs> 
And it was astonishing. You get teary-eyed in some of these yeah. Poor, uh, some of these stories they tell. And so it, it goes through the Rockies down to the Everglades and all over the place. And it also examines how climate change is reshaping the natural patterns that have been in place for millennia. So it's going to be good. Well, uh, what's happening at Hot Docs? Hot Docs is it's underway now at the Hot Docs Ted Rogers. No, excuse me, the Ted Rogers Hot Docs Cinema on Bloor Street. Mm-hmm. It opened Thursday night with the, the documentary on um, Colton Bushy. So I I highly recommend it. They'll be rescreening that, and then there's a Chelsea Manning uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. There is so much to see. I've on the website. I've given maybe six trailers for the films and a place to go to find out the information, the scheduling and whatnot. Hot Docs is is really really big. It draws something like two hundred thousand visitors a year, and it does a lot for the economy. So it's a great little situation, and it's renowned around the world. And and the Toronto Jewish Film Festival. Well, yes, that's coming up. Fantastic movie it's opening with called, uh, oh, what's it called now? Um, Tel Aviv on Fire? Tel Aviv on Fire. That's the name of a soap opera that's shot in Israel. Really? So this, uh, fake. Yeah. Um, So this Palestinian guy who is dead ringer for Kramer in the way he acts and looks and talks, uh, he, he... He's a ne'er-do-well. He suddenly lands a job writing this soap opera. <laughs> so it's quite amusing. But he has to p- pass the border every day to go to work. So the guard won't let him through. Then he agrees to let him help write the soap opera <laughs> so, so that he can pass every day. And it's just insane. You know, at one point they're wondering, well, should we end this with a wedding or should the bride be a suicide bomber? Or should she get cancer? It's just hysterical. <laughs> it finds the humor in the in the occupation of Palestine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I don't know if we should be laughing about this. Oh, waiting to see the film. It's no, won yeah. awards all over the place. Oh, really? But also, um, the Toronto Jewish Film Festival has um, uh, retrospectives on... Uh, there's a Harvey Atkin tribute... Who we used to work mm-hmm. with. We used to work with her. Um, uh, uh, Lauren Michaels. There's all kinds of great films, past and present, mm-hmm. and to come, which is grand. And a Just celebration of Canadian comedy from. Yeah, that's not hard, is it? Yeah, no, we're great comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, where would Saturday Night Live be without? All the people that helped bring it up over the years. Anyway, anyway, we have to leave it there. There are more movie and TV reviews up now on whatshesaidtalk.com. And now you uh, got to sit down with Victoria Alonso, who has produced every single Marvel film. <laughs> and as you mentioned, Avengers Endgame is out this weekend. So let's take a listen to that. Victoria, um, you are the, the guardian, really, of yeah. this entire franchise. I'm one of three. Not, well, I'm not the only one. Are you the, the only woman? I am the only woman. Wow, there you go. I, you're right about that. You know, it's a wonderful legacy, but it's also a huge responsibility. And all these storylines you have, and, and what, 30-plus characters? Yeah, there's on this one there's almost 40, but yes. Wow. Yeah. How do you keep it straight? <laughs> well, there's a whole team of fabulous people that help. Uh, we don't do it alone, so it's. A, but it, I, I'm not going to lie to you. This one has been quite complicated to put together, to keep, just to have all those people 
together. Um, uh, there's a few scenes where we have almost all of them at the same time, and you're like, whew, mama. I know. It's, it's very emotional to see them. <laughs> it's um it's a journey isn't it I it's mean, a if you, real if you, journey it's if you've been with us throughout I think that you get a chance to actually um it's cathartic and yeah. yet uh, a bit painful and painful. Um, intelligent uh funny concise just yeah. everything it's got a little bit of everything thank yeah. you and to my mind um it has such tremendous scope to mm. me it's the Roma of superhero movies. Oh, well. Yeah. Can yeah. I say that to Mr. Cordon when I see him? Oh, yeah, please do. <laughs> um, the scope, listen, if you have a superhero movie, you expect scope, right? But this is something else. Yeah. This is just tremendous. Um, every shot is blows your mind. I can't wait to see it again. I'm supposed to be a critic, but, you know, I'm sorry. I just I well, love it I so think much. Well, I think it's great that critics get to be fans. First. Thank you, yes. And yeah. then that you get to go through your journey emotionally, and then you can write about it. Um, you're only human. That's right. That's right. Wasn't born a critic. <laughs> now, the original cast, it's clear that over all these years, they've created a very special rapport um, and a love for each other. And you see it on the interviews. Yeah. You know, what's, how are they going to feel now? <laughs> Well, listen, I think that some has changed and not a lot has changed and some uh, some people still get to visit and hopefully we'll get to see some of them or all of them. Well, you never know. It's oh, superhero land. We're counting on it. Uh, we're, it, it um, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't just feel like we're at, at, at you know what I'm saying. Yes, I do know what you're saying. <laughs> and I'm very happy. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> no, I think that these guys have a beautiful camaraderie. They uh, they truly do enjoy each other, and they're like brother and sisters. And when they get together, it's beautiful to watch. Yes, indeed. And the same with the with the crew, because you know a lot of the crew is the same. Um, so even though the directors have changed throughout the years, um, the crew stays pretty steady. And so it is like coming home every time they they start a new film. Another thing about this film is that uh, in each character film, there's been a tremendous arc. But you managed to give all these characters arcs. Yeah. It's unheard of. That's, um, you know, that's why when uh, Infinity War came out, um, we got pretty dinged by people about Hawkeye and Ant-Man. And we kept saying, you know, this is one of two films. Yeah. It's part one of two. Patience, right? And that's all we could say. It's part one of two. And now you see, when you see this film, you understand why they couldn't be a part of that until they were a part of it. Um, and, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to know all the things that we know because we want to just tell you. Uh, and yet you have to wait. That's fine. I'll wait years for it. <laughs> years and years. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Well, that is it for what she said today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget, if you missed any part of an interview or want to learn more, check out whatshesaidtalk.com where you can find past episodes, videos, and blogs from our great guests. We'll be back next Saturday at noon right here on 105.9 The Region. Hope you have a great weekend. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. 
a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at Let's Take This Outside.ca. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.